Hello and welcome back to Scream 101. I'm Brennan. And I'm Sergio. And this is the second week of Gay Directors Month, I think. Yes, yes it is. Is it? Yes. Okay. Uh it's been a it's been a crazy week, so we're kinda topsy turvy right now. Mm-hmm. But first let's do our ten word reviews before we dive into our topic for today. Okay. Ten words reviews. Yep. Okay, so my first movie is Fist Fight. Um, a documentary commentary on today's public education system. Wow, it's beautiful. It's like a, it's like a Michael Moore film. Mm-hmm. My review of Fist Fight is typical modern comedy. Uh, oh, I, I can't even read my handwriting. Uh. Um, oh, fabulous side characters slathered over empty plot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next movie is Whatever Happened to Baby Jane, Davis and Crawford, Wow, and Hitchcockian style movie. Mm-hmm. And my review for Whatever Happened to Baby Jane, which is very appropriate for Gay Directors Month. It's not a gay... I don't know anything about the director. Mm-hmm. I'm not casting aspersions. Okay, good. But it's such like a gay camp classic. Mm-hmm. Anyway, my review is What a Rush. Oh, dear. I really can't read this. Um, <laughs> prime Diva Mayhem that still holds up. Good, good. Protus? Pro- weirdest Protus? <laughs> good job. Okay, so uh, nobody's going to understand that except us. It was the bloopers of our Screamies episode. Okay, so the real fans know what that is. Yeah, you should, right. should listen to those. They're mm-hmm. hilarious. Okay, Brennan, so let's let's go into the plot for this movie. Did you have a third review? No, I didn't. All I have is those two. Okay, well, I have a third one. Oh, well, you, you should have I just told assumed me. you were... Whatever. Um, Moonstalker. Fun enough slasher, but it's not on the freaking moon. I'm very upset about that. Okay. Moonstalker, did I see that with you? No, no I watched I it okay. on my own. I think you were asleep. Okay, good. Get bueno. Okay, so now, Brennan, now you lead us into the plot. Unless you have a fourth movie. No, we just do three. Anyway, um, today we watched Seed of Chucky, which is directed by Don Mancini. And the plot, oh, I just clicked away from the plot. Here it is. <sighs> Chucky and Tiffany are resurrected by their innocent son, Glenn, and hit Hollywood, where a movie depicting the killer doll's murder spree is underway. You know, it, that never really comes up again after the opening scene. But um, it's kind of like the Scream 3 of the Chucky movies. Like, they're making a movie about Chucky, and Chucky gets resurrected into their animatronic doll that they're mm-hmm. using to represent Chucky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Anyway, as always, we rate a movie on scariness, campiness, FX, and quality. So, uh, scariness. What's your scariness rating for this movie? Um, I gave it two. Really? What? What scared you about it? Nothing, but again, like any great film critic does, I put my mind into the mind of my younger self when I first saw these movies. Um, and that was pretty old by the time I actually saw this movie. Uh, when I first saw the Child's Play franchise, uh, I was freaked out by this little doll that killed people uh-huh. and spoken puns and jokes. Well, I think at this point in the franchise, he's gotten so silly, mm-hmm. and that's they lean into the curve on this one. Mm-hmm. Like it's a, it is a comedy movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I came to these as an adult, so I'm not scared by Seed of Chucky. I mm-hmm. gave it one out of five. Okay, but I respect Child You for still being afraid of the doll murdering people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this um obviously this is I guess we should give some context. This is the fifth Chucky movie. We're kind of doing it out of order because we're both very familiar with the franchise. Yep, we've seen them all. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yeah, all Sir- five of them. He Sergio doesn't like Curse of Chucky, which I really enjoyed. So it's a shame. It's a different doll. It's a different movie. It's it's no, it's not a thing. He just doesn't like the effects. It's like uh, it's like last time we were discussing how our childhood icons have changed in their appearance. 
Yes, like Chucky the Cheese. Yeah, Chucky Cheese, Chucky the Doll, every Chucky you've ever loved. Weren't we talking about this same Chuck conversation Barry. last week? Yeah, well, we were talking about Chucky e. Cheese, yeah. Okay, no, but and but Chucky the Doll, didn't he spur in this conversation? Did he? Could I you please look at the microphone sorry, when you're talking? Sorry, sorry. You keep, like, or, yeah, point your face at me so the microphone's still in your mouth. Okay. Because you keep turning to look at me. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, Um, I don't remember what we were talking about, but Matt t- tweeted at us, and he was like, oh, you're not the only people who know about their childhood things to, I don't know he was whining about something I wasn't really paying attention oh god you're rude <laughs> no I'm kidding I love you Matt mm-hmm. but he was vague I didn't know what specifically he was talking about I assume the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are included in there okay um, but yeah the Smurfs tweeted us and explicate yourself explain us is that what they're doing they're explaining us to what we were talking about originally what are you talking about like what originally our conversation was last week Who's explaining us? I'm so confused. I don't know. You're telling them to tweet at us. Never mind. No, I was telling Matt to tweet at us about the things he was referring to. In his oh, other tweet. okay. We're both a little sick, so this is going to be a wild and bumpy ride. Like, yeah. I feel like I feel like this is less direct and, um, like, s- sensible than our Flatliners episode. Mm-hmm. Like, that one made more sense and was more concretely about the movie, and you only saw 20 minutes of it. Oh, um, I'm sorry. That's okay. But, no, um, Seed of Chucky, it's the fifth Chucky movie. This is totally different from all the other Chucky movies. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things I like about this franchise is that it grows and evolves and becomes something totally different each time. Like, the first one, the first three are basically similar. They're in a very solid kind of through line. But then Bride of Chucky is this post-scream, romantic, gothic horror road trip mm-hmm. movie, and it's glorious. Mm-hmm. And then there's this one, which costs, like, $5 to make. It's so cheap looking, and it's just such a crazy. But it had Redman. You mean it got Redman, the Redman the rapper I've never heard of? Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. And um. It's low budget, but it's this trash comedy that's so fun. Let's talk about campiness and funniness or whatever, because okay. that we're naturally segueing there. Yeah. Like Job Bluth, on his segue. Okay. What's your? I never finished score? that series, so I don't know if he had a segue by the time. He has of... a segue in the first episode. Okay, never mind then. It's like part of his character. Campiness. I gave it four. Great. Four me too. doll heads. I gave it four perms, which is the name of the thing that we do. What? You're just staring at me. Well, you had to take a drink of water. Yeah, I was doing that so you could talk. Oh, I didn't know that. You I, were telling me your score. I didn't want to be. I already said four. I said four doll heads. But why? And then you said, you interrupted. You were like four uh, perms, which is like the metric which we use to measure these yeah, no, things I by. I corrected you, but you should have picked it up and kept going. Oh, I thought you were giving me your review. I mean, I also gave it four perms, but that's you beside see, the point. Do you see where one <laughs> gets confused right there? Why do you give it four? Um, let me read my notes. Uh, oh, I just wrote one thing and it was like I was lost at the level of meta that was con- happening yeah, in this it's movie. Crazy. Like you can explain it to people as to the level of meta as to what was happening because it was like a movie within a movie. Okay, yeah. So Chucky and Tiffany are returning from Bride of Chucky. Mm-hmm. Um, they're you know they're you know it's Chucky and Bride of Chucky. Like you don't really know that much about what they're up to. Mm-hmm. Um, they get resurrected by the son they accidentally spawn in the last mm-hmm. one, and he's the ugliest looking puppet. Anyway, like I said, he resurrects them into the animatronic dolls that are being used to make a movie about them. Mm-hmm. And Jennifer Tilly, who plays Tiffany, is in this movie as herself. Yeah. 
starring in this other movie. It's very playing the doll. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah. It's very strange. Mm-hmm. I don't really know. It's hard to explain. Mm-hmm. But um in this movie, the movie within a movie, they're making a movie called Chucky Goes Psycho. And Jennifer Tilly stars in Seed of Chucky as Tiffany and as Jennifer Tilly and as Jennifer Tilly as Tiffany. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's crazy. It's crazy. It's hard to keep track. Yeah, and she's trying to sleep with this rapper who's going to become a director. Um, and she's she's sleeping with him to get the part of the Virgin Mary, which mm-hmm. is hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this movie is just really funny. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a gross-out trash comedy. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely not everyone's taste. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people view this as the worst Chucky movie. Who says that? Literally well, I mean, everyone. Well, I mean, I guess the weird subplot with the gender identity might warrant that. Uh, Do you think that's bad? I find that really interesting. I find it interesting. Well, you have to take a look here. This was nine two thousand and eight when this happened, or something. Well, two thousand five. Yeah, which is, that's so transgressive. Yeah, that's really like because cool. the. The child is either named Glenn or Glenda, and mm-hmm. it has no genitals, so it doesn't know what gender it is, and it can kind of choose, which is cool. Yeah, like, we weren't really talking about, I guess, gender identity in the way we are now. At least I wasn't part of those discussions in 2005. You mean so, when you were in, like, middle school? <laughs> yeah, so I assume everybody else was not involved in those same conversations. No, I I think that's a fair assumption to make. Mm-hmm. And so I think that kind of puts people off of it, at least because, like, once you see the movie, you're just, you're just like, eh. Did that make sense? I kind of yes, trailed off there. you did trail off. You gave up at the end. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I do think that people dislike it because it goes such a different route mm-hmm. from the other Chucky movies. It's okay. not because of the gender issues, but because it's visibly much cheaper. It's super silly. It's not scary at all. It's not taking itself seriously mm-hmm. one bit. Mm-hmm. Nor was Bride of Chucky or even Child's Play 3, mm-hmm. the one before it, but... There is such a lack of menace, and it's such a wisp of a movie. It's one hour and 21 minutes pre-credits. That's weird, because a lot happens in this movie that you... Uh Like, it felt longer. I don't know. For me, so much happened that it feels like it's just breezing by. Mm -hmm. Because you're just watching scenes, and then Mm -hmm. it's over, and you're like... That was so fast. Mm-hmm. I feel like I was on a, like glued to a NASCAR mm-hmm. truck. What did NASCARs drive? Cars. 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 Race cars. Yeah, like Lightning McQueen. They race their cars. Um, anyway. Uh, so, yeah. Um, I like how their kid is always oh, the ugliest puppet in the entire world. It's not his fault. It's not his fault. It's whoever designed him's fault. But I do like there is a story behind who and who designed that doll and why they chose that specific look. And I am actually interested in hearing it. Yeah, I mean, like his his appearance is a big part of like the this movie and what his character. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I just I like how they kind of went the route of making him a Dickensian orphan kind of like he's British for mm-hmm. some reason. Yeah. The people in this cast are British for no reason. Well, I think it's because they had they, they managed to get a name to play him like it was, you know, Pippin from yeah, Billy Boyd. But that was was that pre Lord of the Rings? Maybe yeah, not. no, it was like post Lord of the Rings. Okay, it was 2005. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I think like Lord of the uh, Return of the King had just wrapped up and okay. like and collected all those Oscars. Okay, that makes sense. Um, but the weird thing is, it's such a short movie, but it still has so much padding in it. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> the opening scene's a dream sequence. And then the scene, like two scenes after that, is reveals to be, it's a scene from the movie being filmed. Mm-hmm. So it's like two fake out death scenes. And it's crazy. It's You really had to work to get it past 60 minutes. Mm-hmm. But I still really love this movie. Like, it's a fun, crazy movie. 
And I think if people approach it as that, mm-hmm. like it has a lot of rewards. Like it's really funny. Like there's a sub side plot about um Tiffany trying to be a model parent for her new child. Oh, that was great. And she's basically she's like, I'm addicted to murder and she's trying to like do a twelve step program mm-hmm. to not murder people anymore. And she has this great conversation with someone who's also recently had a slip up on his journey to yeah. sobriety. And then it's just it's great. Oh, it is <coughs> wonderful. Um, it actually reminds me a lot of Santa Clarita Diet. Really? The new Netflix show, which I'm loving. And pl- good plug for them. Mm-hmm. Netflix really needs my help, so mm-hmm. you're welcome, Netflix. Um, let's talk about effects. What's your effects score? I think I gave it four or three. I probably check three. the notes. Already. I gave it three, Brennan. Three I out checked. of five dollies? Well, I already gave doll heads to, a f- to the other one. To well, her. that was an invalid assum- ass- assignation. So Three out of five. Um, What's a good one? Redmond's. Okay, the rapper. Mm-hmm. Why did I give it three out of five? Yeah, you you might stare ask? at me after you give your score. <laughs> it had good blood and death scenes. My three favorite death scenes are, in no particular order, <laughs> Santa. Um, when he gets his throat slit. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. That weird PA who got his head cut off. Yes. And last but not least, Flaming Joan. Oh, um, Jennifer Tilly's like assistant gets lit on fire with mm-hmm. spray and fun spray. fact about that assistant she was part of a group called like super j9 or something i thought it was like super ass or something it wasn't super ass it was um super SJ9? seven i think sj9 or sj7 or something i thought you said ass j9 so. no i'm gonna look her up okay do that flaming joan yeah i'll give it i'm giving it three out of five dollars as well because i think this movie had a lot of very over-the-top kills which is great the effects weren't you know the best Mm-hmm. But uh, for the kills, but I love me lots of splooshy gore and guts. And there's a part where Redmond the rapper gets uh, disemboweled, and his intestines come out, and they're steaming. That like, was gross. That is some detail. It was right unsettling. There. Yeah, that is gross. But also, honestly, the doll I effects. I included that in scariness for me. Oh, okay, that's fair. Because I was just thinking, like, oh, it really kind of makes you not want to eat. No, you're right, and that's scary because I love eating. Also, Joan was part of S Club 7. Oh, okay. I thought you said Ass Club. S Club. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, so there's that kind of attention to detail that makes the not-so-great effects better. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're really not bad. They're probably the best um, technical part of this movie. I think that's what they spent most of their budget on. And the doll effects really aren't bad. They're worse than they were in Bride of Chucky. And there's were they some, really? Yes. Okay. I'm going to take your word for it because I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I would have thought they would have been better in this one. No, I had Bride of Chucky had a much bigger budget. Oh, yeah. Um, and there's some very obvious stop motion shots that are very silly. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way they move their mouths and the way they emote, it's very like believable. You get lost in these characters and just believe they're autonomous puppets mm-hmm. or doll, whatever the hell they are at this point. Um, but for me, they kind of achieved this, not quite, but like a Muppet quality where you don't even consider the fact that they're not real. Mm-hmm. You're like, they're just here on the screen and they're acting for me. Like, uh, you kind of just buy into it. The, the effects are good enough to achieve that, even if there are some sillier things when they're moving around in like a wide shot. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel about that. That's so detailed. I think about these things, Sergio. That's good. That's good because I really I didn't. 
and I feel bad. It's like I know there are people at home rooting for me to like make a good point here. Like Team Surge. Yeah. Um. The no, there are fans that are like Team Surge versus Team Brennan, but I have nothing to give them to that point. Oh well. That's so sad. And I'm <laughs> trying to like I'm doing this so I can come up with something along the way, but I, my mind can't folk like multitask that way. I'm sorry. So I'm just really digging myself even further into the boat here. Okay, great. Well, this is not a solid episode for either of us. No one's going to say like point out that I dug myself further into the boat. Like I said boat. You're not going to That like, would I, that would definitely you you've sunk yourself at this point. Okay, you sunk my battleship. Oh well. Um quality score, I gave this movie This is Gonna be an interesting one. Um, I gave it three. You gave it three. I gave it three. Okay, unlucky stars. Mm-hmm. I actually gave it four. <gasps> unlucky what? stars, which even I feel weird about. Mm-hmm. The first time I saw this, I definitely would have given it a three, but now I know what it is and what to l- approach it as. I You've found analyzed it, it to a, from a different angle. Yeah, I found it really interesting. I think it's a. I'm actually gonna write an article about this on mm-hmm. Blumhouse.com. Keep an eye out. Okay. Um, but it, I find it to be like a really interesting, radically queer movie. Mm-hmm. Like with um, obviously the thing about Glenn or Glenda picking their gender and their parents trying to impose their ideas of what their gender should be mm-hmm. on this child. But there's also stuff about both the parents are trying to repress important aspects of their personalities namely like their murder their murderous impulses Mm -hmm. and there's literally a part where chucky comes out of the closet as a murderer he's like i can't keep these skeletons in the closet anymore Mm -hmm. it's not subtle but there's a lot of identity stuff going on Mm -hmm. and i find that really interesting Mm -hmm. um and that's why i chose this this particular movie to discuss for this gay director's month Mm -hmm. Because Don Mancini, uh, he wrote all the Child's Play movies, but this is the first one that he directed. And the fact that it's so queer and so... It has John Waters in it, for crying out loud. Like, the genre itself is queer, whether or not it has to do with sexuality, Mm -hmm. but it's like this gross-out trash cinema, like, goopy bodily fluids flying everywhere. It is like a John Waters movie resurrected into this Chucky framework, and that's super cool. Okay, how many John Waters movies have you seen? Don't d- I want to tell you? Okay, so a lot. Zero. <laughs> oh. Okay, so that kind of like voids your opinion. Then. No, I've researched them and I've seen clips and documentaries and stuff. Okay, I I, okay, okay. Um, okay. I but I I score actually, one for Team Surge at home. Okay, I'm thinking of. Uh, well, I'm gonna probably do it marathon soon oh no that means i'm gonna have to sit through that you don't oh, want to see great. pink flamingos i want to see divine do you want to see hairspray divine is she in that yeah she's in all of them okay that's great then okay cool. i thought she had her own movie called divine no she's just a person okay. called divine. i didn't know that look we're learning here that's the score one for team brands hope you're keeping track at home okay so why do you give it a three and where do you rank this among the child's play movies? um that's a really good point my favorite child's play movie is probably um bride of chucky i'm that that might be my favorite movie i mean no it's not i know it's it's not so good Uh uh-huh uh having said that after when i first watched this movie years ago i really wasn't appreciative of the level of meta and the kind of issues it's tackling it's probably Um, really confusing if you're a child mm -hmm. i was what 15 at the time i was 
struggling through my own issues that uh. it didn't really speak to me at that point. Um, so I just kind of shrugged it off. I was like, what is this? Like, what's happening? Um, why is the doll doing this? Why is he two kids? It was just, it was a lot. And I was just probably, was I buzzed at the time? No, I probably wasn't. What? No, I'm joking. I wasn't. Um, but I was probably just not paying attention to it. And even if I was, I wouldn't have known how to analyze it. I didn't know uh-huh. what queer theory was. So it just threw me for a loop. Like it just, you know, went in one ear out the other, threw one eye out the other. Is that a thing? Sure. Uh, it's a grosser thing. Um, yeah. Um, but having re-seen the Chucky movies, having seen a great deal many more movies, having mm-hmm. read a lot more books, having things like that. Having Shannon a lot more. Yeah. Um, well, just like talking about feminist theory, like in my English courses, um, this year, like it, I can appreciate it for what it is and realize that it is an art form that what, I did feminism? not. feminism? No, a movie. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, that I didn't really pick up on that first time I saw it. Yeah. Or maybe even the second time that I saw it, because this marks the third time that I've seen it. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, the thing about this movie is that it's, it is low art. Mm-hmm. It's queer trash cinema mm-hmm. which is definitely a form of art mm-hmm. but it's an art that most artists wouldn't recognize but a lot of people on like fringe societies especially the horror the cults yeah like cult appreciation appre- whatever you know mm-hmm. um was that you being british sure I'll, I'll just pass it off as that okay um but yeah no it's it's a movie that you really it's an acquired taste mm-hmm. but i find it really interesting mm-hmm and I respect it for what it is, even though I may have not liked it always for what it has been. I was trying to be, like, you know, poetic in that. Uh, you did super well. Congratulations. Thank you. Okay. I hope you edit this. I'm not. Aw. Look, oh, this, this episode's also short and sweet, so we have to pad it with something. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. S Club. Okay. Gonna show no, no, no. you. Okay. okay. No, that's fine. That's not a song. Um, I'll tell you what we're watching next week after I tell you about our donation drive. Sweet. Um, we're halfway through Gay Directors Month at this point. This is the final month of our donation drive. If you donate five dollars or more to any of the following charities, you can choose a horror movie that we review on the show. And those charities are the ACLU, the Human Rights Campaign, and the Trevor Project. And if you want to get in touch with us on social medias, if you want to join the Ass Club, so to speak. Um, That's going to come back and haunt you. Probably. Um, I can't be president anymore. It's going to be a political ad, okay? Like that one 30-year-old in Georgia right now. Yeah, poor guy. Um, Anyway, so you can contact us on Twitter at Scream101Pod. You can find us on Facebook at Scream101Podcast. You can email us at Scream101Podcast at gmail.com. You can find older episodes of our show at podpeople.me. And find us on iTunes. Subscribe, rate, and review us. Nope. Give us five stars. <laughs> uh, you know, that Dirty Grandpa download code is still up for grabs. So, uh, so Matt, it's all yours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'd, we'd, whoever reviews us next, we will reward you handsomely. Mm. Because Zach Efron is very <laughs> handsome. Mm. Um, yeah, so next week, Sergio, we're going to be watching... The Skin I Live In, directed by Pedro Almodovar, who's one of our favorite directors. He's kind of a, a Spanish art oh, house director. It? Oh, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Next week. Yeah. Um, he's a Spanish art house director that we're both very much fans of, and this is his only horror-y project he's ever done. And I'm very excited to see it for the very first time next week in the future. Yeah, that's the whole thing.
Good luck on your journey, everyone. And stay gold. Hello there. I'm Uncle Ponyboy. Do you like suspense? Don't go in there! Buckets of blood and human excrement? Pour upon me! Gratuitous nudity with more boobies than you can handle? Let me see them. And radical hairstyles? Oh, yeah! Then you should check out the Gore Gab Podcast, hosted by yours truly and DJ Gill. Hello! You can find us on the iTunes Podcast Store and on Twitter at Gorgab Podcast. And while you're at it, go ahead and go check out cupholderradio.com. It's podcast for the weird at heart.